from the heart of Silicon Valley in the beautiful San Francisco Bay Area. I am Sudipto Chatterjee and this is Economically Speaking with Atal Uday. On Economically Speaking, we talk about economic topics and how they affect our world. Welcome back, Atal How have you been? I am very well. Thank you very much. How are you, Sudipto? I am good. I am really looking forward to this episode because on the last episode we were on a kind of a weird point where we were hopping all around the place about what happens if one particular entrepreneur has a single piece of bread and everybody wants it and all that stuff. So yeah. a good question that you and I were just talking of off air was, you know, there's also not just competition. There's also cooperation in the market, right? you and I might cooperate and get a good deal out of somebody. Uh, you and I want to both want to buy a piece of suit. We go to a tailor and say, look, if you, if you give both of us a discount, we are going to buy this from you. So, yeah. So uh-huh. there are uh, a number of forces that are occurring in any um, social situation. So, one of them is, of course, competition. There's, uh, there are forces of competition among the economic agents in any economy, in any society. And one of them, as we have discussed before, is competition. Competition is among people or entities of a similar kind. That is, suppliers compete with each other. And on the other hand, there is another force which is very, very important, and that is one of cooperation. You cannot produce anything or exchange anything without the cooperation of the other party. That cooperation is available to you only because you are bringing something to the exchange which is going to benefit the other party also. So, therefore, it is not a question of only competition among suppliers or competition among the demanders of something. There is cooperation between the supplier and the demander, the supplier and the consumer, the producer and the consumer on one side, there's cooperation. Why is that called cooperation? Because if there was nothing that can be gained among uh, in the exchange between these two parties, that exchange wouldn't take place. Therefore, every interaction, every exchange that takes place demands that there is cooperation between the two exchanging parties. Um, I'm not sure I follow. Maybe I need to understand this a bit more. Yeah. So... When you and I have a transaction, right? I pay you money, you made, you just made a sandwich for me. Yeah. That's a form of cooperation. Yeah, because this exchange requires that we both voluntarily engage in it. And therefore, we are in some sense cooperating with each other. That is, I'm giving you something in exchange for something that you're giving me. And so we are not in competition with each other. We are cooperating. Competition only happens between the two 
or more uh, providers or suppliers of the good that is being provided in the marketplace. So if you are a person who is making sandwiches and there's some other poor person also making sandwiches and I'm the consumer, I have to decide which one is the better supplier of the good or the service that I want. And so the competition is not between the supplier and the consumer. The competition is between suppliers. And the cooperation is among the two parties which are doing the exchange. So I decide, I decide who is going to be supplying to me. And I also recognize that the supplier and the consumer, that is me, we are cooperating with each other. So that's on one side of the equation. The other side is that the supplier is not supplying something which is produced entirely by the supplier. The supplier it's, uh, itself, the producer, has to cooperate with other producers of the intermediate goods who have to cooperate with each other. What is an intermediate good is a good question at this point. Suppose you are the supplier of a sandwich. Mm -hmm. You are not a person who actually goes and produces all the bits that go into the making of a sandwich. You actually have to buy it from somebody else. You recognize that you're not actually going and growing the wheat which produces the bread that goes into the production of the uh, sandwich, all right? Right. So also all the other ingredients that go into the production of a sandwich are not produced by you, it is produced by somebody else. So you have to cooperate with them because you are exchanging something with them. There's bread and there are other ingredients that go into the making of a sandwich and therefore you need to cooperate with them. You do compete with other producers of sandwiches, but ultimately you have to cooperate with other producers of intermediate goods, the bread, the mayonnaise, the onions, the tomatoes that all go into the sandwich to produce what you want to produce. And that I then, as the consumer of sandwiches, go and pick who's the most efficient producer of the sandwiches from my point of view. And who's the most efficient producer of sandwiches from my point of view? The only way I can make that out is whether I like your sandwiches and I'm willing to pay the price that you're asking for it. Mm -hmm. So uh, these uh, two things, uh, competition and cooperation, are the two legs upon which pretty much we depend on making progress. So I have a side question here. Sure. Um, a couple of episodes back, we were talking of auctions, right? We were, there was there was a fixed price auction, and then there was a English auction and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's also a competition, but that's between consumers, right? Yeah. So the competition is always on one side of the market. Okay. So on the one side of the market, there are suppliers or producers, and the other side of the market are consumers or demanders. So consumers or demanders compete among themselves, and 
on the other side of the market there are producers or suppliers they compete among themselves so the competition is limited to one side or the other side of the market and across the two sides the producers and the consumers or the suppliers and the demanders there's cooperation among them cool okay so when you say what is an auction an auction is basically a mechanism through which we we determine who is going to supply what to whom hmm. so in case of when you go to a grocery store it's a fixed price auction there are loaves of bread on the shelves with a determined price and the consumer makes a decision whether to buy that loaf of bread at the price which is posted and there are different kinds of bread on the shelves you decide which one suits you best and because you pay a certain amount that is posted you must be getting more value out of it than what you're paying for it on the other side of the market there are different producers of bread who have put them on the shelf for sale and they will post a price most reasonably most uh likely a price that covers their costs because if the price that they post does not cover their costs they would be losing on the transaction and they compete with other producers of the same similar kind of go goods so when you go to the grocery store you are making a choice and choice lies at the core of all this activity choice that consumers make is one kind of choice and in the other side of the market there are the producers or suppliers they also have to make choices they make choices based upon the costs that they are facing uh is this point clear to you that the the choices being made at every level yes and uh, when you said cost that is basically the price which we discussed as a signal a few podcasts before yeah so we should be clear that there are two different uh, words being used here there is cost and there is price hmm so interchangeably we uh, in colloquial um language you can say cost and price are pretty much similar but if we distinguish between the two then it is helpful okay the supplier has incurred certain costs and then the supplier posts a price at which the good that the supplier is supplying it will be uh sold to a consumer so the consumer pays a price and therefore it's a cost to the consumer on the other hand the supplier posts a price the, the supplier says okay a dollar for a loaf of bread and that dollar of a loaf of bread when the consumer buys it for a dollar is revenue to the supplier or the producer and that revenue if it covers the costs that the the supplier has in, has incurred 
So there's a profit between the cost and the revenue. On the other, other side of the market, where the consumer is looking at a price, that price, a dollar a loaf, is a cost to the consumer. Mm. Therefore, the consumer says, okay, it's going to cost me a dollar to buy this loaf of bread, and I'm willing to pay that because the amount of benefits that I'm going to get exceeds the dollar that I'm going to spend on it. So prices and costs are different ways of looking at the same number. Okay, so if you take that example of the loaf of bread, then and we have touched upon this before, that there is a series of people who are involved in the food chain, and I'm using the word food chain here loosely. When some yeah. the farmer put the seed in the ground. From that point on, somebody watered the fields, somebody harvested the corn or the rye or the wheat. Yeah. Then somebody took it from the field in his truck to the mill where it was ground into flour from where it was packed and shipped to the store where it was, where somebody converted it into bread using yeast and all that stuff. Yeah. So each one of those persons in the, in the chain is incurring a cost and then selling for a price yeah but then any person x on that chain the price that he or she is paying for whatever he is consuming yeah can really be agnostic of what has happened before it doesn't matter yeah to the person who's buying a, a loaf of bread he is not really concerned about who are the people who were involved in the planting of the wheat, the harvesting and the processing of the wheat into into flour, which was then converted by some bakery into bread. All that the consumer of uh, the sandwich or the loaf of bread is concerned with is what is the final price posted for that loaf of bread at the at the store that he or she has gone to buy it from. So this is all completely um, um, hidden behind a veil. That And the information as to how it, this loaf of bread came to be on the shelf is completely irrelevant. All that it matters to the consumer is that the price is a dollar and the consumer has to decide whether I'm going to buy this loaf or not at the price that is posted. And in case all those actions that go went on in the background are uh, cost less than a dollar. Therefore, uh, then, then all the people involved in that chain of activity which brought the loaf of bread to the shelf, they are rewarded appropriately. And the consumer is not concerned who got how much of the, uh, of the dollar. All that it, the consumer is concerned with is whether that loaf of bread is worth to the consumer a dollar or not. And at the other side of the equation, have all the factors of production. The factors of production are the things that produce that loaf of bread, whether it is the farmer, the transportation agency, the bakery, uh, the flour mill, the bakery, etc. They got bits of it. Even the, the super, supermarket uh, which actually, or the 
store that brought you the thing, they also have to get a cut of it. So all those things get added up. And if it is less than a dollar, which the consumer paid, everyone's happy. If it is more than a dollar, the cost was more than a dollar than the price that the consumer paid, then we have a problem in the sense that this is an economically inefficient production method. They sold it for a dollar, but they incurred a cost which is more than a dollar. So what happens is when the price is below the cost of production of something, the people who are involved in the production, the whole production process, they will have to at some point say, sorry, we will not be able to continue doing what we are doing because it is not meeting our costs. So, is that where a business shuts down? What else can happen? Also, since we have been off for a couple of weeks, how would you like to listen to a bonus episode sometime in the middle of this week? I know, I know, that's also coming up. Also, at the end of that bonus episode, you as the listener would get to hear this really crazy bet that I place with the Atanude and find out what happens next week. Well, until then, thank you for listening to Economically Speaking once again. Find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash econspeaking. Facebook address is facebook.com slash economicallyspeaking. We have our own website www.economicallyspeaking.org and you can always listen to us and find more comments etc. on SoundCloud. Until then, take care, stay economic. Economic